Hey mamas, while I have your attention for just a few more seconds, I couldn't wait to get on here and share with you all about this app that I'm recording all of my podcasts for you through. It's called Anchor, and it is truly the easiest way to make a podcast. Don't believe me? Let me break it down and explain to you. First and foremost, it's free. That's right, it does not cost you one cent. And even better, there's actually creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's really that simple. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You also can make money from your podcast, hello, with no minimum listenership. So, As in the words of Jerry Maguire, we can all say, show me the money, baby. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So moms, as you know, I support every mama having a voice. Your voice needs to be heard. So go ahead, go download the free Anchor app today and get your voice heard. Share what you're passionate about. Go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that's Anchor. .fm to get started and I look forward to listening to you very soon. Hello, hello to all you beautiful, awesome mamas. Thank you once again for joining me on another episode of Moms Matter. Yes, that's where you as a mom and every mom out there that you know has a story and your story is validated because that's what we believe here at Moms Matter that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you don't have anything to offer. In fact, you have so much to offer that uh, to the world and we wanna make sure that you know that. And one way to do that is by bringing moms like you on this podcast to share their story, to let loose all of this experiential knowledge that they have learned over the years of their momming. And my guest today is no stranger to that as she recently just became a mom three times over. And what's so great about this guests is we have become kind of like sisters from the same mister BFFs over the internet. However, my personal connection to her, how we first connected was through her husband. And maybe I'll let her share a little bit more about that. But without further ado, I would love to introduce my guest mama today, Miss Cassie Emerson. Hello, girl. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing? Hello. Oh, girl, we are we are good. We are enjoying a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in Belgium, but I know you're on a completely different time zone. Would you like to share with everyone where you're um, talking to us from? Yes, ma'am. We are in the uh, state of Texas in the United States today. It is morning, uh, mid-morning actually, um, but the weather here is kind of like you have to dress for the spring and the fall and the summer all in one day. So, it's um it's it's a great place to live but it the weather is kind of crazy this time of year so um it is beautiful today though and sunny so we're looking forward to a fun day outside hopefully yes yes it's like that it just can't make up its mind and i know those days are sometimes it can be extra challenging as a mom because it's not just you you're having to dress but it's all these (laughs) little ones right right right? and like how many layers and how many things do i bring the we call it the just in case clothes right yes (laughs) yes especially when you have three a regular diaper bag just doesn't do do you any justice at that point so 
we have uh, backup clothes in the car always (laughs) there you go i can imagine i was like it's either a backup in the car or maybe what's the next step like a a diaper suitcase or something (laughs) for sure they need to make one of those Right? And all of you entrepreneurial moms out there that are listening, you know, if you know of something, please reach out and let us know or create something as, uh, you know, you and I, we both are also entrepreneurial moms and we understand uh, what's that, what that is like trying to find solutions for all of the things that we discover as a mom. Absolutely. And with getting on that topic, we would love to know uh, right off the bat if you wouldn't mind sharing with us a little bit more about your family. Yeah. So um, my husband and I, my husband's Corey. Um, we have been married, um, let's see, seven years um, in 2020. So it'll be coming up on eight this year. Um, we have three beautiful children. Harper um, is five and she's a little girl. She's awesome, mm-hmm. such a sweet worshiper of the Lord. She's got a great heart, so sensitive and sweet, um, kind of a mama hen, as most first children are. Um, <laughs> we have Ezra. He is right in the middle, our little boy, our little spitfire. He is, you know, they do that expression, he's all boy. And I said, I never was going to say that about my son, but I can't help it because he literally <laughs> is the epitome of all boy. And he hits and throws everything he sees. So, um, Definitely, he's two years, almost two years old. He'll be two in a couple weeks. Um, so he's just a spitfire. We love him. He's great. He's got a heck of a personality. Um, such a fun little guy. And then he just, we just had a little girl. Um, her name is Azuline. Uh, we pronounce it Azuline. Um, and she is a month old currently. So we are literally on the postpartum journey with her, um, recovering and, and some sleepless nights. But, um, couldn't couldn't be happier she was our surprise we didn't know we were going to have another one weren't even expecting to have more kids and we had had trouble getting pregnant with the first two so when we got pregnant with her it was kind of a shock um actually because we didn't try it just kind of happened god's good that way so um we grew our family by one more this year and she's wonderful she's perfect such a sweet little baby she's the chill one right now um (laughs) she definitely sleeps through a lot of noise so that's good but yeah, so my husband and I have been married, like I said, almost eight years. Um, y'all met. I know you know the story probably better than I do because I wasn't there. But <laughs> I know he had come on a um, an outreach program, uh, missionary work with a, a group from our church um, to California from Texas. Um, and we were in a like, really small town, so it's kind of funny. Um, came up there, and he said that he felt the Lord tell him that he needed to go give you a hug. You needed the Father's love. And so literally, like, he was like... Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know that I hugged this girl and I was like, it's totally cool. Like I trust you, whatever. And he was just so sweet about it, but he was just like, I really just felt like there's like going to be a connection with her down the road. I just don't know what it is. Funny. Now you fast forward. I mean, it's been what, four years, three years, something like that. And we're still, Mm -hmm. you know, communicating, connecting on social media, um, and just sharing life experiences with you and really watching each other grow in motherhood and just your journey with your, you know, your business, my business, et cetera. So it's just, it's been fun to see that and then to see you find your love story and all the great things that God's done in your life. It's been fun. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much about our family. Um, we just moved to Greenville, Texas, which is about an hour from our hometown. Um, so we've had a lot of changes this year, but, um, but yeah, we're, we're, it's awesome. It's an awesome journey. It's, it's new every day. So 
Yeah, fresh, new, so many adjusting, yes. adjusting moments and growing with the with the adjustments. And uh, you know what's funny is uh, speaking of our story and how we're connected, something that God just put in my spirit that I had completely uh, forgotten about that isn't necessarily mother related, but we could argue that it is because um, speaking of earlier, I called out that you are an entrepreneur and I love that about you. Mm -hmm. And I I know you may share more about that later, but uh, I just remembered that um, you and your husband had had a store uh, where you uh, on social media were um, sharing uh, about like the different items you could get in the store, mm-hmm. and I remember you guys always like connecting and being a, I, I you know, a truly in love and, and cohesive couple. It's mm-hmm. like you wanted that for me too, and you know my heart was to be married. And I remember one day scrolling on my Instagram and seeing this gorgeous dress <laughs> that uh, you guys had put up, and I was like. I'm just supposed to get it. I don't understand. Like, and I'll tell y'all listening, I am not a big online shopper because part of my journey in life is, uh, I have lost over a hundred pounds. I struggled with obesity most of my life, most of my twenties. So I shopping online is just not something I do. I have to try it on first. But uh, I bought this dress and I remember telling you guys, I'm just, I'm supposed to wear this dress on my first date with my husband. Now, how I'm going to know on my first date with this dude that he's going to be my husband, I don't know. (laughs) But I hung this on the back of my door for two years, prayed over it, saw it. It was such a dress, just beautiful, long back, short kind of shorts in the front. And sure enough, about two years later, I brought it to Belgium to my friend's wedding. Didn't wear it to the wedding, uh, which is funny because that's where I would have met my friend, but or what I where I met my husband. And then three days later, when we had our first date, I had my dress. That's awesome. <laughs> wore it. Yeah, I wore it. So it's just so amazing, uh, like you said, how God connects people, and sometimes we just gotta follow that leading mm-hmm. um, in our hearts uh, to just be present and to to stay uh, in His will, like and to stay um, connected to those people. And, you know, I think of as a mom, you know, sometimes I can imagine it's got to feel challenging to almost stay connected to yourself and and who you are. And uh, what would you say, even despite like, I'm sure like growing into yourself as you now have these three beautiful children around you, like, what would you say you've learned maybe just recently about yourself that you didn't know before? Um, Well, I think, so we decided um, with COVID and everything that was going on at the, at the point um, we got pregnant with Azaline that we really didn't want to be restricted um, in a hospital setting with everything that could possibly go on with masks and any vaccines, et cetera. And so um, mm-hmm. really started praying towards the end of our pregnancy if we should switch to natural delivery or not. And so I'd never done one before. I'd always had hospital births with epidurals and I have historically large children. I mean, my first two were, I mean, my first one was 10 pounds. My second one was almost 11. And so to me, Ooh. yes, yes, ma'am. And I am not a big person. <laughs> I am short. And no. <laughs> yeah. So I, it was just, I was like, how am I going to do this? You know? And um, Corey was very against the mask and, and doing it in that facility. And I was like, okay, God, like you're going to have to give me an answer. And he did. And we decided to switch at 36 weeks, 35 weeks pregnant. I switched to a, wow. a natural delivery, um, a birthing center with midwives, et cetera. And really just started praying into the word of God about, you know, having confidence and, and believing in myself you know, obviously I could do nothing short of the Lord, but there's, he gives us an opportunity to believe in ourselves enough that we can do all things with him. 
Um, a lot of the times we think, oh, well, I can't do anything. I just have to have the Lord. Well, absolutely. You do have to have the Lord or you can't do the things he's called you to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a level of confidence mm-hmm. and believing in him and believing in yourself that he lives in you, that you can do all things. Um, and so that's one of the most recent developments and my confidence in that. Um, I've, I've been a confident person since I was saved because I, God walked me through some body issues and things I saw of myself and taught me to love myself but I, it was like a different level and I guess I believe God does that in, in layers because he you know if we get everything at once sometimes we can't go through it right mm-hmm. so I think that there's layers that he, he unfolds as you grow with him and you're you're willing to be obedient and hear him and just walk through that process of growing with him and so um, whenever I decided to switch and I started praying into that and we actually had her and I had her in a natural delivery I didn't have the medication and I overcame that that huge mountain that I thought I couldn't. Um, it took me to a new level of trust with him, but it also took me to a new level of um, confidence in myself that I can do this. Like, and the days are rough and tough and like the kids are crying and you're like overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this. I can get through this and I can get through it with grace and I can get through it with love. And it's just reminding myself in those moments when I am exhausted and I didn't sleep and my kids are throwing down that like, God's given me a, a measure of grace for that moment. And I just have mm. to walk in it and I have to be willing to be like, you know what, God, I can't do this right now. Like, I need you to fill me back up. Let's, let's keep going. Like, it's going to be okay because I know I can overcome because I've overcome this and I've overcome this and I've overcome this, you know? So it's just, um, yeah. that's been the most recent, I think eye opener for me was that whenever he walked me through that process and of pain and, and just believing in him and myself enough to do something that was out of my normal or something I just didn't think I could do, um, that he was going to show up and that I could actually do it. So yeah. it's been good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I, I am truly sitting here and maybe other moms listening to, I'm <laughs> sitting here with my mouth open <laughs> and my hands up, just, just praising like the opportunity that you got there because it really is in those moments where you, it's like, it's so, at least in my experience, and it sounds like a little bit in yours, when you become, you get so outside of yourself and maybe your own limits that you actually see a limitless God fill in those gaps. And then you discover something new about yourself mm-hmm. that you, you didn't know. And what I love is what I can so sense and just being a mom myself, especially a mom of also um, a bonus mom to a 12 year old, um, I see that these are going to be like what you learned in your birth, your most recent birth, like all of that you just shared. God is like giving that, bestowing that upon you that you're going to continue to use in your motherhood journey as your children grow up. For sure. Yeah. And teaching them too. You know, everything we do is Mm. experience for them. Like one of the great things about Harper being five is like she's starting to um, understand things and we're very uh, aware of what she sees and what she hears and what she experiences and and walking her through that in a spiritual sense so that way she does see the goodness of God in that like because she saw the pain but she saw the outcome too Mm. Um, and she's seen Mm -hmm. us take risks as you know um, her parents and things God's asked us to do and she's seen the reward in it and so it builds her faith as a as a five-year-old that when she's 15 she has all this experience of the Lord being good to her too. You know, we encourage her to pray about things and God delivers things to her as well. I mean, she prayed for snow and got it. I mean, it's just funny stuff like that. Like, I mean, I know it's small yeah. to us, but to her, it's, it's so tangible. You know, she prays for snow and gets yeah. it. And so like, when she sees all the things that, you know, Corey and I are walking through as her parents and sometimes it's not always easy, but she sees the outcome and how we walk through it. And I really think that's going to be 
huge for our children to build them up in confidence in themselves and in confidence in the Lord and what he can do. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially because like you said that Harper is five. So she's at that such that it's got to be a beautiful transitional time. I mean, I look forward to that because I'm just um, experiencing it with my boy, who's all boy, Mm -hmm. by the way, when you described Ezra, I was like, yes, Mason (laughs) just wants to smash and destroy. He is like the Hulk. We call him Bravasaurus because his middle name is Brave and, and he is like a dinosaur. He just growls and, and farts yep. and like just just destroys everything in his path. Uh, I was going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so it's just funny and it's amazing to think like Harper being five, but you also so you now have three beautiful children under five. And so much of what you're talking about is building up their faith, but it's also like laying the foundation for their faith, something that actually is impactful to them now. Um, but like you, you painted that poetic picture of when Harper's 15, it's like you are giving her a strong foundation to build a pride. And those little, uh, those little small steps. And, and it is amazing to see. And I, and I think we know this, we know this in there inherently like human behavior is that, um, we do, it's like we copy things because it's we can see people or we can hear our parents say something but it's always we always end up copying or emulating the things that we see them do right and so with your um your children getting to see you just get through such a a moment it sounds like that specifically uh, because that is so fresh for you it was just a month ago it sounds like it was such an empowering moment in your life oh absolutely like if I have another child I would definitely go that route again um just knowing what I know now but yeah totally empowering um it was supernatural to say the least I mean God was totally involved in all aspects of that and so um it was just a beautiful time and a beautiful um experience for sure Awesome. I think I'm totally going to have to have you like on an episode where I would just be honored if you would just like share your whole birth story because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> there's so much. I'm like, oh my gosh. And and just from having my own supernatural um, birth and home birth and having experienced that just a, a little of my own fraction of my story, like I know how much you are so taught in those moments. And so I, I might just have to book you okay. right now. So everybody listening, uh, <laughs> for sure. Perhaps by the grace of God. Good. Awesome. Cassie, we'll be back. Um, but but in that, in looking at your motherhood overall, I know this is such a hard question, I feel, to ask any mom, but what would you say would be like your favorite part about being a mom? What do you oh, love man. most? I mean, it's it would be super like silly to say just the kisses and hugs. Like <laughs> mm. I mean physical touch, your love language. It is part of it. Um <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, that's like super great. But I think it's just the revelation you get from your children. Um, It's so often that we forget as we get older, at least the small things. And I think for me, like one of my favorite Mm. things about being a mother is not the label. It's not the, oh, I get to stay home or it's, oh, you get to do this. It's really just the revelation of God that I get through them. Um, Because as I watch them do things or you know, kids say the darndest things, right? They say out of the mouth of children. I mean, really, it's true. Like Harper says some things sometimes and Ezra does things at times that I'm like, God, you're like just all in this. And it's just so funny to be reminded Mm. um, in those moments of who he is and um, just building my faith up in that and just really seeing them come into who they're meant to be. Um, I think Mm. that's so like just 
it's just so rewarding as a mom and just to see that just to see them you know just overcome things and do things and I know that's probably silly I mean it's it's not it's not something that I get to experience myself other than I just get to watch it but I think that's probably my favorite part it's just seeing them literally just teach me and then growing in who they're meant to be because I know that, you know, every child is, is formed in our womb from the Lord. And I know that every child has destiny on their life. And so I say that for my children. I mean, they're going to do great things. And my child may just be a mom, but that's a great thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just limit it to, mm-hmm. they're going to be great. And they're going to, they're going to spread the gospel in all the world. Well, yeah, that's, that's a huge feat. That's great. But also if my child is just a really good mom that loves the Lord, like, or a, a great father or whatever, like, I really want to. I really want to wrap my brain around that's that's super rewarding in itself because the greatest thing they can do in my opinion is love the Lord and so um Mm. it's just seeing that just kind of unfold you know in the days when you think you screwed them up you know I don't know if any other mom has those days I'm like (laughs) I really Mm. missed the mark here or I yelled or um or I just I lost my temper or I got upset about them spilling something or whatever it is it's little things like that I'm like I screwed them up for life no you didn't I just if you are listening and you are a mom you feel that way sometimes I do because I'm I'm a perfectionist and I, I really like sometimes I I err on the side of performance which is not it's not a great thing to do but I just want to get it right all the time. It's okay to get it wrong. You know, you apologize to them, you love them, and they see you overcome, and they they, they get that it's okay for your mom and dad to apologize to you, and you move forward, and you work through mm. it, because there's going to be times in their lives that they're going to be hurt by other people, and they're not going to treat them that way, so they need to learn now. Um, I definitely don't like to be the source of their pain, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, of course. landmark things and, and building a foundation, like you said, that you know, life isn't perfect and I'm not perfect. That's why we have mm. a perfect God, you know, and I'm not meant to make their life mm. be like this, this perfect snow globe of perfection and, and everything is their way all the time. <laughs> Cause that's not true. You know, especially when you have siblings, you learn that you don't get everything you want. You know, mm. So, um, and I was an only child. So it's been, it's just been cool to, to see that just unfold too. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. To see you t- grow with your children and, and, and teach them things that maybe you didn't personally experience, but seeing how God gives you that grace and gives you that um, ability since he gave you these three children, um, just to see how he helps you navigate all those things and, and you know, to um, allow you to be perfectly right. perfect. You know, thank God for that. And uh, I think for for me, I read something the other day on the internet. You got to love those mom memes. memes. I think I read something about how motherhood is a huge dose of humble pie. (laughs) um, And we often eat it daily. You know, (laughs) if you're not, there's a problem, right? (laughs) Right? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, something that I know about you personally and, um, you know, that we haven't necessarily talked yet about on the podcast, but I would love for you to bring, you know, give your insight and and give breath to is, you know, you shared um, just a few moments ago that you really want to make sure that your children embrace like who they are, their God-given potential. And even if that's just like in your girl's sakes, just to be a mom, you know, and I, I think there's so many moms out there that. Uh, we know mom guilt is a real thing. I think it happens the moment your baby is born. Um, 
you know, like it's just an inherent to like, we always, you know, feel like we're not doing enough or, um, you know, are we being productive enough? Are we doing enough for our kids, by our kids? And then you've got society's norms and expectations on, on you. And so, um, would you mind like sharing like your own journey there of overcoming the expectations of society and also embracing yourself as just a <laughs> That's mom? funny. Um, and I know we talked briefly, but about this, but, um, I, whenever I decided to quit my corporate job to come home to be with my, my kids, um, Ezra was not born yet. He was like four weeks from delivery. So I was literally quit four weeks wow. before he was born. Um, and so I just really felt the Lord saying like, it's time for you to be home. Like I need you in the home. And so, you know, when things are back in order, mm. um, in your home, you can go out and conquer anything you want because God's really concerned about our home. Mm and it being in order. And one of those ways was that I needed to be back in the place. And I'm not going to put like a 50 stance on all the women out there. Like you have to be home with your kids. You can't work. You can't, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm just saying that everyone's journey is different in that. It's about what you do when you are in the home. Um, and so really God just walked me through like that and, um, what that looked like in the, in the, he put a book on my heart to write about this transition I've been in from like feeling like my identity was in my workplace that I wasn't successful unless I did A, B, and C, which is what society tells me. And then that transition of following God and be like, okay, I'm going to give all that up and I'm going to come home to be with my kids and really just pour into them and teach them and, and all those things. And one of the chapters is actually removing expectations. And I think the expectation mm. is it's trifold, it's tripled, whatever. It's There's so many facets to expectations. It's expectations we place on ourselves. It's expectations we think others feel of us. Of so like our kids have expectations of us, our husbands have expectations of us. It's the true expectations mm -hmm. that people really feel, right? Like your husband does have expectations, <laughs> yeah. right? Like he wants his house to be somewhat. I mean, some men, I, some men may not care, but I mean, there's certain things that you know your husband, depending on his personality and who he is as a man, that has expectations of you, as you have expectations of him. And then there's expectations mm, of mm -hmm. society and your family and your friends. And so there's so many unsaid things that people want. Right. And so I was really like yeah. thinking about that. I was yes. like, you know, I, I would allow expectations from my mother-in-law, my mom to affect me. Right? And not, not that they even cared. It's just something that I thought in my head. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yes. <clears throat> It's like those unspoken right, expectations. Exactly. And so like, I think the first couple months I was home, I literally wrestled with myself daily, minute by minute, honestly, because I really think a lot inside my brain um, when I'm not talking. But um, I was, <laughs> I'm always thinking of something. <laughs> my mind is like one of those spinning things, like the hamster, it just never stops. <laughs> if anyone yeah. can relate to that. <laughs> but um, I think that yes. in those moments, like those few months when I was transitioning, I mean, I was having a baby, I was recovering postpartum and I was like trying to figure out who I was. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just quit something I'd worked my whole life for. You know, I went to grad school. I worked hard. Like wow. I was really trying to be what I thought I was supposed to be. Right. Cause my parents were like, you're going to get, you know, go to school, take care of yourself, have this really great job, make lots of money. And I was like, okay, well that's what I'm doing and I'm leaving it. Why? And so that expectation that mm. I put on myself, and then the perfection, you know, all that, like, I really had to work through that with the Lord and be like, I have to only expect that if I do anything that I'm just loving you, Lord, and that that's going to come out, like mm. that can be the only expectation I have of myself. 
And I still deal with it every day. I still like, okay, is the house clean? Mm, no. Like, have the laundry been done? Yeah. No. Like, I mean, am I going to make <laughs> the best dinner? Are we going to get takeout tonight? Yeah. Like, I mean, th- that's, that's reality. Probably, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I mean, yeah. I have all these great expectations of myself, but it was really just like mm. laying them down and be like, okay, God, what do you say? What, what do you need me to do today? And waking up every morning, I had someone speak this to me actually one of our really good friends he was like you need to wake up every morning and say god what is my purpose for today how do i serve how do i serve mm. you and my children and my husband today and the rest of it doesn't matter because at the end of the day like for me as a believer my my goal is to please the father right in all things i do and so if i'm asking him what to do to serve him and my kids and my family today cuz that's where he's put me then the rest of this stuff doesn't really even matter. It's just something that I feel like it's an expectation of like having this perfect house or having, you know, kids dressed to the nines. Like I'll be completely honest. There are days that <laughs> is mismatched because I'm like, the struggle was real. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's yes. what you're baby. I'm going to give you freedom to choose that. Um, right. You know, and so yeah. it's just, it's just really having grace with yourself in that moment of those expectations and really just searching to figure out what exactly is important you know, because society's expectations mm. and, you know, everybody's expectations or even the ones you know or don't know or the ones that you theorize in your head really don't matter. And so, um, yeah, it's been a journey. And like I said, it's a daily walk for me. Like I'm walking through that process myself. But um, one thing that's given me a lot of peace is just knowing that, like, I'm waking up every day with a purpose to serve my, my Lord and my, and my family and the rest of the stuff. If it doesn't add value to that, then it doesn't matter to me. So Wow. That is so good. It's so good though, because yeah, every mom, uh, every family comes with its own set of expectations. And, and so often it's like, it is the ones, like you said, you don't even realize you have on yourself and something that's so gold, like the golden nugget from this podcast, uh, so far for me, um, we, in moms, I hope you're, you're really listening and really, um, giving your your heart over to this podcast where you could really gain something from it is that the present really is in the present you know um I know that sounds so cheesy and we've probably all heard it but I think one of the most valuable things that you've offered us today Cassie is like reminding us that what is my purpose today focusing on today what can we do what can we accomplish and and um what can the Lord you know what is the Lord's purpose to be lived out in us today because we we do we get so caught up Mm -hmm. I think in the future and when you're a mom you know you often are caught up in several futures because you're caught up not just in your own but I think we're all always concerned about our kids future and and you know uh, like you said like you know just thinking about what your kids are going to wear but like are they ready for picture day but like what you know college are they going to get into and what are they going to you know how are they going to do with school and and what about their friends and sports and there's so so many things that I think can build up such anxiety in and moms and um you know how how would you say how do you um, you've shared with us a little bit, like how you, you deal with the daily expectations. Um, but how do you, how do you continue to move forward through the anxiety that is placed wow. on you as a mother? You know, anxiety is something I didn't realize I struggled with until I had kids. Um, isn't that funny how that happens? <laughs> I really <laughs> didn't think yeah. I had it. And then I had kids and I was like, anxiety right. sometimes, and this is just, I'm speaking 
for myself is a lack of being able to control mm-hmm. things. Um, everything has a stem. And when you look at like anxiety, for example, I think I, I haven't heard one mother that I've spoke to that doesn't deal with anxiety. Not one. Um, mm-hmm. A majority of them are yeah. medicated for it because it's so prominent in their life. And so I was really asking the father about this. I'm like, God, like, why is it that we all struggle with anxiety? And it, a lot of it, I think, stems right. from our lack of control. Because if you think about it, a lot of times mm. we stress out about things and it makes us, you know, that we start having that anxiety feeling, that overwhelming feeling because we can't fix or control something that's going on. Um, and I know that maybe, I mean, I know that may not be like the diagnosis that everybody wants to hear. But I mean, for me personally, I think that I start getting that way when I can't control my kid's behavior, when I can't control what they're doing, when I can't control what my husband says, when I can't control the dishes, when I have, when something is outside of my own control, like something I can't affect. Um, Because even though I tell my kids, hey, don't do that, they're still going to try to do it. Like it just, they're kids. Like it's just part of the life, right? (laughs) And you know, kids listen. I mean, you need to know that, but I think the core of like that anxiety overcoming that is really just being willing to let go of the need to control every situation and just embrace it. I was reading a a Bible study and I've read this a couple places, but really hit me in a Bible study. I've been reading it. um, If you have the Bible app, it's uh, I think it's called overwhelmed by my blessings or something. And it's talking about your children when it says blessings. Because it's true. I mean, as moms, there's no mom guilt here, right? I'm telling you, don't feel guilty about being overwhelmed by your kids. It's just part of life. Um, it, like I said earlier, it'd be something wrong if you didn't feel overwhelmed sometimes. Because um, that means you don't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I was reading this and it was like, embrace. Yeah. Embracing the circumstance. Mm. Don't buck it. Because when you start to buck a circumstance, and by buck, I mean, that's a Texas sl- slang term. It means... <laughs> Let me, tra- yes, yeah, translate let me translate for us. out of that. It basically means don't mm-hmm. um, resist the circumstance, right? It's kind of like we're in the, you're in the tide sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're fighting and you're fighting and you're fighting. You're trying to resist. And then when you let go, it's just like there's release there. And so, um, I mean, I use a, a lot of other things too, like I mean, essential and all that. But I'm just saying like for me, it's like I've got it on my fridge, a constant reminder. It says embrace, don't buck the circumstance. Because if you embrace the circumstance and really mm-hmm. and really push yourself into it and really and of course for me it's praying and asking the Father what to do, it seems like it it goes the anxiety goes just as quick as it came, versus when I'm constantly mm. putting pressure against it. Because I mean sometimes it's something we've got to learn in it. Like I said, it's a lack of control or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean a yeah. lot of times that all stems from just us being resistant, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so true. So true. And Emba- embrace the circumstance, ladies, bucket. Some of you may want to replace that B with an <laughs> F, but either way, however you embrace it, just remember, just remember that I think the, uh, the message is yep. the same. Embrace it, you know, know that there is something to learn. Uh, there is something right. to grow. I think from all of this and from our motherhood journey and uh, gosh, this podcast has been so awesome and so enlightening. And before we come to a close, I just want to uh, offer it up to you. If you've already shared a few resources, but are there any other resources just in general 
um, that you would like to recommend to other yeah, moms Yeah, I mean, if there. you are a mom that is pregnant and interested in the natural birth, I read um, Supernatural Childbirth. I cannot remember the author's name, but it's an older lady. Mm. Um, it's pretty easy to find. Um, it has an old school cover on like the app store if you want to do it on your phone. It's super easy. I read it in like two days at night whenever I was had insomnia when I was pregnant. So great resource if you're wanting to do that. Like I said, the Overwhelm by My Blessings on the Bible app is something I've been doing. I think there's like a ton of parts to it. I'm on part two. I think there's like 15 or something. So there's a lot of uh, meat there. Um, if if you want to connect, um, I'm, you know, on social media, my Instagram is Cassie underscore underscore Amerson. Um, I can send that to, to Shai if she wants to share it with anyone. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, I'd love to help any mom or um, encourage you or pray for you, love on you. Um, you know, that's really my heart is just to see moms really see who they are and, and that they're loved and that they can make it through this. I mean, it's it's a beautiful time because one day we'll look back and it'll be over with and we'll be, you know, we'll have kids coming home mm. with kids and we get to be grandparents. So um, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that, actually. I think that's going to be awesome. So, um <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, for yes. sure. I think that's it that I have as far as resources are concerned. I love it. I love it. Yes. That uh, book, by the way, that you shared, uh, Supernatural Childbirth, I looked it up. It's by Jackie Mize or mm -hmm. maybe Miza. It's spelled M-I-Z-E. And I'll be sure to write that in the show notes uh, down below. I'll also write out that great uh, recommendation for the devotion on the Bible app and also your Instagram. And I'm, th I'm thinking maybe we should just put a link to that fridge seriously. magnet girl that girl. you've got on your fridge, like that embrace hey, so <laughs> the seriously, that is on a piece of paper that I wrote myself in big capital letters. That is my fridge okay. magnet. So if y'all want to get a piece of paper and write it, you go for it. Um, also mm. too, I'm, I'm going to be writing my book. So I'll be posting, like I was telling you, any kind of updates mm. on my Instagram. So if anybody wants to keep up with that journey, um awesome cool. so awesome will will do and uh as you guys heard it here first she is also going to be sharing her birth story yes. eventually so i will make sure in the show notes that when she does that i'll update this um show notes so that you guys get the link to that and definitely please reach out to cassie as you could probably tell she is just the warmest most friendly kind <laughs> uh, encouraging human being and so um thank you so much cassie for carving out some time uh for us today and sharing your story with everyone here at moms matter and we look forward to hearing thank from you, you girl appreciate soon. it Absolutely. And all you mamas out there, don't forget that your story matters as well. If you guys would like to be a future guest on a, another episode, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, be sure to reach out to Cassie if you'd like to connect with her and you related to her story. And thank you so much for joining us again today. Another episode of Moms Matters is in the book. Remember, mamas, you have a story. It is 